It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. We begin with breaking news. A 17-year-old boy has been killed, mauled to death by a shark on the New South Wales north coast. It happened at Woolai Beach, north of Coffs Harbour. It's understood the boy suffered horrific injuries to both legs. Witnesses used a tourniquet to try to stop the bleeding. Tragically, he died before a rescue helicopter could get to him. No suburb is safe from infection. That's the message from Victorian health officials today, with the Premier confirming they're now battling a staggering 100 separate outbreaks all at once. Blake Johnson has more live from Melbourne. Blake, the state has reached a critical point in this virus fight. And we have reported another death today, a man in his 90s. That takes the number of Victorians killed by coronavirus to 23. And some more shocking numbers on the case front today. 216 is today's tally, which means we are now dealing with more than 1,200 active cases. And these are linked to more than 100 outbreaks. We've seen the army helping police at checkpoints across the city. And the streets here have returned to, again, being mostly quiet. The cold, wet weather today doing its part to encourage people in Melbourne to stay home. We did, and we have, um, we've indicated consistently that uh, things would most likely get worse before they got better. We will see more and more additional cases. Uh, that's the nature of these things. Steps we've taken this week as a Victorian community won't be reflected in the numbers till next week and the week after. That's just the nature of how this virus moves. And Blake, the state's chief health officer has also clarified the guidelines for wearing face masks today. Brett Sutton has released an instructional video on how to best wear masks and what material you should pick if you're going to make your own. He recommends using masks made of three breathable layers to ensure adequate protection. Victorians are now being told to wear masks in public when social distancing is going to be difficult. So places like supermarkets and on public transport. And OK, thank you, Blake. Further north, a COVID cluster linked to a Western Sydney pub is growing. Three new cases have been confirmed and it's likely more will be discovered as hundreds of patrons queued for hours today to get tested. Miley Hogan reports. Good afternoon. Five cases of coronavirus can now be linked to the Crossroads Hotel in Kushula. Two cases were reported on earlier, a man in his 50s and a woman in her 30s who visited the pub on Friday last week. But it has now emerged that three people who live with the man in his 50s have now tested positive for coronavirus. To stop the spread getting further out of control, the community are being asked to come forward for testing. Anyone who was at the pub on that Friday, July 3rd, has been 
been told to self-isolate, monitor symptoms and get a test. Watching the crowds here today, the community has listened. A pop-up clinic is set up in the car park outside the hotel. Cars are snaked right around the block. It is a minimum three-hour wait just to get to the front of the queue. Last night I lined up for three hours and I got to the driveway and they said that they were closed for testing, so I came back this morning. So another two hours today, but better to be safe than sorry. Today, what, about an hour and a half, two hours? Yesterday? Four hours. New South Wales Health is warning people to take the risk of community transmission seriously, saying that we are at a critical point at containing the virus. Anyone with mild symptoms is being asked to come forward. A life-saving drug has just been approved to treat COVID-19 in Australia. The TGA gave the medication Remdesivir the tick of approval today. It makes it the only drug approved for the treatment of severe cases of coronavirus. It's been shown to significantly reduce hospitalisation times in critically ill patients. However, there is a slight problem. Our health officials say the drug is almost impossible to find because the US bought up the entire global supply months ago. A female teacher accused of sexually assaulting a Sydney schoolboy has been refused bail in court today. Monica Young is facing multiple child abuse charges and lost her bid to keep her identity secret. Cameron Price reports. And a teacher accused of sexually assaulting a 14-year-old student will remain behind bars after her bail was formally refused here at Parramatta Court. Lawyers for Monica Young indicating during today's proceedings she plans on fighting the 10 charges levelled against her, but today unsuccessfully applied to have the 23-year-old's name kept secret. I respect the, uh, the order that was made by, by her honour today. Police arrested Young yesterday morning at her Greenacre home. Officers executing a search warrant and seizing a car along with electronic equipment. Her fiancé today at court but turned away due to COVID restrictions in place. Ms Young is expected to apply for bail when she faces court again next week. Ange. A truck driver allegedly responsible for a horrific crash near Sydney which left a little girl dead has been refused bail. Four others were seriously injured when the B-double ploughed through a rest stop near Menangle yesterday. Paramedics rushed to the scene but couldn't save the eight-year-old girl. She died on the side of the highway. The 44-year-old man behind the wheel has been charged with nine serious offences. His licence has also been suspended. The family of an Adelaide woman, missing for almost three years, is expected to fly into the country despite the pandemic. They'll face the grim task of trying to identify remains police believe belong to the grandmother. Tim Hatfield reports. It's the breakthrough Anna Jenkins' family had been waiting for, but it couldn't have come at a worse time, with COVID restrictions hindering their chance to leave immediately for Penang. But now, after tough negotiations with Australian and Malaysian authorities, her son has been granted a special exemption to travel. And 7 News has obtained videos showing local police at the construction site where human remains were found alongside items belonging to Mrs Jenkins. These items are believed to be related to a missing persons report involving an Australian. 
The 65-year-old grandmother had only been in Penang for a week visiting family when she disappeared. She was last seen getting out of a taxi not far from where the remains have been found. Her children say it's been an agonising wait for answers, but they're pleased to see police are finally stepping up their investigation. We're still waiting for information to be received formally through DFAT. Right now we're only relying on news reports and media reports coming out of Malaysia for any type of progress. Her son will provide a DNA sample the hope it will help lead to a positive ID on the bones. We've been told if DNA matches the, the remains that they will um, dig up the site to investigate it further. We believe it is mum. This is worst case scenario for us. Her family is hopeful the trip will finally bring them some closure. Olympic champion Alex Pullen has been remembered at a moving ceremony on the Gold Coast. Hundreds of mourners took to the waves, paddling out to pay tribute to the 32-year-old who died while spearfishing this week. Crystal Etherington was at the ceremony. There were emotional scenes on the Gold Coast this morning as hundreds of mourners gathered to honour the life of Olympic snowboarding champion Alex Champy Pullen. As the sun rose around 6.30am, hundreds paddled out off Palm Beach, the place his life was cut short. Very emotional. It's um, going to be a very big week. Friends, family, pro surfers and strangers formed a circle on their boards to pause and pay tribute. The Winter Olympian drowned while diving and spearfishing at the artificial reef on Wednesday. He's such a good guy and um, yeah, one a million bloke that just always uplifting. He was the most generous, genuine, caring human and look what happened this morning. Everyone turned out to pay their respects. He's the man. Alex Pullen's father and girlfriend were comforted by loved ones as they returned to the shoreline. More flowers, handwritten letters and photos were laid on the sand to pay tribute to the 32-year-old. His spirit's going to live on forever. He was one of the best humans going around, admired by so many people. A second paddle out has been planned at Sydney's North Narrabeen Beach tomorrow morning to remember Chumpy. An 18-year-old man accused of ripping out a cancer patient's IV tube during an unprovoked attack at a Sydney hospital has been charged with grievous bodily harm and refused bail in court today. Police say the young assailant snapped when the 35-year-old wouldn't give him a cigarette, pushing him to the ground and repeatedly kicking him in the stomach before fleeing the scene. President Trump has hit the campaign trail in Florida, a must-win state if he's to be re-elected in November. Crowds were large and masks almost non-existent. And as health officials struggle, the fight against the virus is becoming increasingly political at the expense of public health. Amelia Brace reports. The coronavirus crisis here in the United States is continuing to worsen with record new case numbers in some of the country's most populous states, two reporting their largest single-day death toll since the pandemic began, Texas and Florida. Despite that, the president campaigned in the Sunshine State today. Before the COVID came to us, the flu, the virus, the China virus, whatever you'd like to call it, it's got many different names. But before it hit, we were doing really well. Even though it's now the epicentre of the crisis, Florida is moving ahead with a phased return to business. Disney World will reopen tomorrow, but it will be a small world with limited attractions and tickets. I won't lie, it was a little strange. I mean, because 
The show used to seeing all the cast members and their smiles and everything. Nearby NBA stars are now living inside a bubble ahead of the season relaunch later this month. If we had any sort of significant spread at all within our campus, we would be shut down again. Donald Trump is maintaining a firm focus on reopening, but was forced to cancel one of his own events today. A rally is scheduled for tomorrow. It will be postponed for safety reasons. The campaign concerned not about coronavirus, but a tropical storm. The delay overshadowed by a late-night announcement that the president would be commuting the sentence of ally Roger Stone. The former campaign advisor was just days out from reporting to a federal prison to serve a 40-month term for obstructing a congressional investigation into the Trump 2016 campaign. Johnny Depp has fired a fresh volley at his ex-wife as their legal battle takes another sour turn. The actor claims all hell would break loose if Amber Heard didn't get her way. All this as damning new messages were revealed. Depp admitting to a texting a friend, I can only hope that karma kicks in and takes the gift of breath away from her. He also believed Heard was having an affair with Tesla founder Elon Musk and said he wanted to cut off the tech boss's genitals. But he maintains he's never hit a woman, as Heard is claiming she is set to give evidence next week. Across the Atlantic, another high-profile legal battle was playing out. Ghislaine Maxwell, the former girlfriend of pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, applied for bail in a Manhattan courthouse overnight. Her request will be furiously contested by prosecutors who claim Ms Maxwell is an extreme flight risk. The 58-year-old is accused of luring underage girls for Epstein to sexually abuse. She'll face court again next week. Dame Vera Lynn, the legendary performer who gave hope to thousands during World War II, has been remembered at a funeral in England. Two Spitfires flew over the funeral procession as it left her home, while hundreds lined the streets to pay their respects. She was known as the force's sweetheart because of her performances on the front line. She died last month, aged 103. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 